Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We are your new go-to girls for everything bad. Hey, y'all. It's Tuesday. We have another new yeah. show. Oh, is that you, Tracy? Where are you? I don't see you. What's going oh, on? Oh, that's because we're hiding. Here. <laughs> that's because it's 2020 and we can't count on anything or anybody. It's a disaster. <laughs> a fucking shit show. It's a shit show. So, yeah. Alan, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, lucky us. <laughs> so, Tracy is at home. Far away uh-huh. from me. I'm at home. Far away from her. Alan's at home. Far away from the fucking world. Um, yeah. And this is because we've had some uh, COVID, what shall you call them? Scares? Like close calls. Except not Alan. Alan actually got COVID. <laughs> <laughs> How are you feeling, close Alan? Close encounters of the COVID kind. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no kidding. What happened to you, Alan? Um, so I caught it from my mom, apparently. Ooh, uh, never so thought I'd after- hear anybody say that ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. Um, after the wedding, my mom decided that she just had to have her hair cut. And she went and got a haircut. And sure enough, uh, she called it while she was there. And so, like, I was in the, the, the period that, like, you can be infected and went to get tested. And uh, I also have it. So, like, she has it. And my grandma has it. Oh, uh, no. my, my dad tested negative, but like also had symptoms. So I, I, I would assume at some point he'll probably end up with it. What about Rach? What about Rachel? Rachel is clean. And so like, of course she is. Rachel She's an and angel. I are having to sleep like separate right now so that Aww. she doesn't get it. Aww. Um, her, her dad also tested and he's negative. Oh my Cause we were God. just like worrying about some of that. Mm-hmm. Wait, what day are you are you like when can you sleep with rachel again uh coming up on this upcoming weekend oh my god yes yes to sex what were were your like symptoms well i had for the most part like i had a really bad headache that just kind of stuck with me and for a long time my like stomach was just kind of like wishy-washy in all kinds of ways that I don't want to get onto on air. Please, please, thank you. Um, and sinuses got really bad for me, but like I, I'm always already coughing. I can't tell the difference between that. I'm also always already tired. Uh-huh. Um, and always so, like, shitting your pants. That, I was like, <laughs> all right, yeah. yeah, always shitting my pants. <laughs> so like, that's just a part of it. Um, <laughs> that's why I stand in lines for clubs. Uh, and yeah. my name's Jessica. <laughs> come Lamar. on, come on! I wasn't gonna do it, but I'm so happy you did. <laughs> I wasn't gonna. Oh, I wasn't gonna do it. Tracy, I'm not kidding. So you know how we're going out for our birthdays at the end of the month. Yeah. I literally like thought about this. I'm like, is Tracy gonna be thinking the whole time that I'm like somewhere shitting my pants? <laughs> yeah, the second you like leave my visual. <laughs> perspective i'm gonna be like she's shitting outside <laughs> outside like an animal 
Honestly, you know what that reminds me of so much is uh, if you remember the baddie Halloween party. Yeah. Um, there was that. What you're gonna say. There was that one kid who was like standing outside the bathrooms, and he was like, "Be careful! Someone threw up in there." And me, Denny and I were like, "Yeah, it was fucking you, dude. We got it." He had like throw up coming down his like shirt. Well, like he was dressed as a priest. Yeah. He he was dressed as a priest. And his collar was actually behind the toilet. <laughs> and we were like, this is getting better and better. Oh, my God. Well, Alan was not the only one with uh, COVID scaries. Um, so my girlfriend came to see me this week. We literally went for a walk. That was the plan. Really quick walk. And she came inside for probably a total of 20 minutes and the next day, bitch starts fucking sneezing and shit and, you know, telling me she's not feeling well. And then the day after, she tests positive for COVID. So I was uh. like, Ugh, this is the worst. You start going to it's like you're waiting to die. Like, you know what I mean? You're just like, it's going to you're just like any minute it's going to hit me. Like, that's all you think about when someone when someone you're around tests positive. You're just like, my time is up. And you start getting oh Denny, God, <laughs> Denny Pendit, the COVID scaries. He's like, oh, uh, my throat's starting to hurt. And I'm like, it's, it's just the COVID scaries. Like, we don't actually have COVID. But it's, you know, everything that you feel, you assume you're like, you've, you've got it. Terrible. <sighs> Fucking terrible. It's really not fun. So we both got tested. Um, we're both negative. Thank God. But we had the COVID scaries. I was scaries. on the phone with Jess when she found out. And she's like, oh, I got the email. And I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. And then she's like. <laughs> negative and i'm like that's right motherfucker <laughs> it was, as if me and her just won like an award for the podcast dude we and it's so like proud. it's so annoying you become like a leper like dennis is like wouldn't come near me like wouldn't touch me you know like i'm like bitch wow. if i have it you, you have it too yeah except tracy he woke up one morning and was like he wanted a blowjob and i'm like oh so i'm not you know scary covid now <laughs> <laughs> like how is that okay how is that it's okay? Same, no, it's the same rules that apply that you can walk into a restaurant, wear your mask, and then as soon as you sit down, you don't have to wear it anymore. As if, <laughs> right? Or like, or like, there's a curfew at ten o'clock because you can't catch COVID after ten. There's you no can't logic. Catch COVID when you have blowjobs. There's no blowjob COVID. <laughs> yeah, I was like, wait, I was a leper a few minutes ago, but yeah. now we're cool. Now we're cool. No, he's good. He's a smart cookie over there. The other thing that I noticed, so my friend that possibly gave it to me like she literally called me crying like you would have thought that she literally gave me like AIDS or something <laughs> yeah like she was hysterical and uh -huh. um you know she was really worried obviously about Cecily and um you know the baby and 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 her sister and and their babies and uh -huh. you know I realized that like you get Rona remorse you've had the test right we've talked about that I've had it three times up, <laughs> up your nose right yeah, I definitely have mad microchips floating around in my brain right now, so it's fine. Alan, what did you think of it being up your nose? So it's it's concerning, right? Alan, you, you you get it. You did it. I went through, I did mine at CVS because like CVS, you can get free testing um, and it comes back in like two to three days. Um, but you have to give it to yourself. Huh? Like you don't come in contact with the people inside. They pass you through like the drive-through, um, at least where I am. They pass through the drive-through a bag with everything sterilized Whoa. and they give you a swab and they're like, cool, you need to put that in your nose until we can't see the cotton anymore. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> so I had to do that. And then you swirl. And I was like, 
this this is the worst thing in the world and like she just sat there she was like i'll let you know when you're done and when she finished she was like all right and i was like cool all right that's done and she was like all right other nostril yeah what the fuck yeah (laughs) yeah well, um, wow, you, my, had do, you had to self-COVID? Yeah, self-COVID. My, my best man also got tested, and he described it. He was like, you know, it's like someone hit the reset button on my life. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like going in and just like, all right, factory reset time. Yeah. I went first. I didn't think it was that bad. You know, I was like, I mean, it's not comfortable. They're not, you know, not getting a massage or like poking your brain. Right. But I didn't right. think it was that bad. And um, Dennis went and he literally was like had tears coming down his eyes like he couldn't take it. And I made a joke to like the doctor and I was like, I guess it's not that funny in retrospect. But I said all those what years. Of, I said all those years of doing coke in college really prepared my nose for this. <laughs> <laughs> No, you didn't, Jess. I, I just got a fucking stare down. That's <laughs> exactly why my experience was horrible because I've never done it and I never pressed my nose for the. I was just making a joke trying to make the guy laugh. Think about I this dude's job. Brain. This dude's job is to just stick shit up people's nose, car after car after car. I mean, the, you have to want to kill yourself. So I was trying to make the guy laugh, but you know, it was. Uh, I missed. It was a miss. Tough crowd. Tough crowd. Tough yes, crowd. you're not kidding. I was like, wow. okay. And the baby's like next I to me in the car like seat. But now my friend that got everybody sick because she got her entire family sick. They had to cancel the Wonderful. christening. It was a disaster. Mm-hmm. Like, so she's on like an, uh, I call it the Corona apology tour. Like she's sending mm-hmm. every, everyone she came in contact with, even if they didn't get it, they're getting a gift basket. Like she just feels rona remorse it's crazy like think about it like if you're responsible for giving someone else the rona it's a lot my mom literally called me and like told me and she told me two days after she had gotten her test back so i was like you've known for two days mom um but she told me and she was like i hope you're not mad at me and i was like of fucking course i am (laughs) what are you talking about like you had to go get your hair cut and now i have this and like then she went to fucking vote and had a job interview. I was like, Mom, stay the fuck home. You were oh. literally positive for Corona. Well, you know what? That's what happens down south. We can't trust any of y'all. Jesus, Georgia. <laughs> I'm going down south because after my birthday, I'm trying to catch that shit. Quarantine for my kids for two weeks. Done. Boom. <laughs> it's actually not a terrible game plan. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine if I was like, um, currently looking for people who have Corona? Let's put a Craigslist ad out. Looking to take a two-week vacation from kids. <laughs> if you have Corona, hit me oh, up. Please call me. Yeah. Wow, That's Corona so dating. We should do an episode on that. <laughs> I did Corona dating. What? I did Corona. I dated through Corona. What do you mean? What do you mean? This whole 2020, it's been Corona. Oh. <laughs> I was like, what, Tracy? What have you been doing? <laughs> Scared me for a minute there. No, no, no. I mean, like, literally Corona dating. Like, you date three people positive. Oh, no, I didn't do that. Let's pick our favorite three positive people. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Let's see who has the best symptoms for Trey. All right. No, I think we should, uh, like, do a swipe episode for her. Oh, what? In addition to our dating episode. Yeah, so. Like, pick pick our date. Yeah, me and Alan have also discussed this, where we just take your app and we do all the swiping. (laughs) Uh, yeah. okay. <laughs> I already know how this is gonna go because I talked to Sammy and she was like, "She's like, are you scared for them to pick somebody?" And I was like, "Yeah, because Jess is gonna literally be like, up oh, muscles, nope, up oh, facial hair, nope, <laughs> up 
tall and skinny. Yep. <laughs> we got to do it for Valentine's Day, is what. Fuck it has that! I'll celebrate Valentine's Day. Fuck that shit. Twenty twenty one. You have to be like, all right, listen, we need you to take her to see Jurassic Park. Oh my um, god. She wants to go to dinner before and after. Oh my uh, god. No. <laughs> oh god. Well, speaking of dating, that's what this episode is about. So let's end the Rona talk with wear your mask. Please wear a mask. Wear a mask. Wear a mask. Do they wear masks down south in the hair salon, Alan? Um, they definitely so don't. <laughs> there are masks around, but people are not always around. They're them. just like on the floor and shit. <laughs> um, we have like multiple different stuff. masks. I've literally, I have two masks that we wear like when we go out now. So I'm like, Jesus Christ. Dude, I said the stupidest shit the other day. Somebody had a mask that had two different sides. And I was like, like two different colors. And I was like, oh, sweet. It's reversible. And they were like, that kind of doesn't make, that wouldn't that keep you safe. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, that's genius. A reversible mask. <laughs> and I was like, oh, wait, just kidding. That's disgusting. <laughs> I saw a mask that I really, really want. Where this guy basically took and made the front of like a beak for a bird, but the mask is built into it, so it looks like you're a bird talking. Um, <laughs> I need to see this. <laughs> I need to see it. Uh, all right, Tracy, we're Amazon Prime that to Alan right away, please. Yeah, right away. Yep. All right, so we're talking about dating this episode, and we're talking about dating. Kind of stuff that's not like mind blowing. You're not going to hear anything mind blowing on this episode, but I think a lot of us, um, we lose sight of what's normal, what's okay, what's not. You forget the very basics. So we're going back to basics or tracics, whatever you want to call it. Dating 101. <laughs> uh, you know, Trayway dating. Trayway dating. Like, I, I just think when you've been single for a long time or even a short time or no time, you just forget how to act, what's right, what's wrong. So let's talk a little bit about, um, let's talk about dating. When you're at a date, right? You're out to dinner, let's say. Sorry, Tracy, mm-hmm. I know that's your goddamn nightmare. But you, you have to have a conversation with the person you're dating, right? Uh-huh. People have problems because they don't know what to talk about. That's always an issue. Do you uh-huh. have any date topic ideas? Like, uh, you know, I think a good place to start is family, right? Everybody has a fucking family. That's a no-brainer. Yeah, whether you like them, love them, have like for a first date, if you have a shitty family situation, that's like the last thing you want to talk about, because when people date, they know they date your family Mm -hmm. and like you don't want to scare somebody off. Also, you don't want to get too deep in like like conversation with like why it why it went south or whatever the reason is. And like um, I think it it sounds theoretically like a good idea. I would keep it like Okay, so see you're surface. thinking you're thinking of it from like the ex-husband point of view. I'm thinking about no, no, it more of like, of like if Oh, do you have a brother? Sister. Do you have a sister? No, yeah, for sure, but I think you got to keep it surface. Like For like, sure. No, no, no. Because people Everything people like, when you're dating is surface. We'll get into I that know, later. People, you do not want to get deep on your first couple of do dates. That. They're like, oh, do you have a brother? Do you have a sister? And they're like, oh, yeah, I'm really close with my sister, but I hate my brother. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, OK. And then the person's like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, you know, what what happened? And because it's like normal conversation, progressive conversation. And then all of a sudden you're like fucking knee deep into like why you hate your fucking brother. And then like uh, it's like so uncomfortable and awkward. And they're like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm a fucking pass on this one. Oh, my God. But you don't mean to do it. You just kind of are talking. Okay, so you don't think you should bring up families? I think, like, you keep it, like, if you do, you're like, oh, yeah, I have, like, I have three sisters and two brothers. You know, they, they're they not all, they don't all live close, and that's it. And, like, keep it moving. Like, what about you? Like, instead of being like, yeah, I have a sister, but I, and I love her, we're really close, and then I have a brother who I really don't talk to, and, like, I fucking hate him, and then, like, you know what I mean? Like, 
keeping it for example i'd say i've got two brothers but like i wouldn't say i've got a brother in the military and one who's on meth yeah right exactly like but sometimes people naturally (gasps) give that information away you know what i mean i don't know why but they do well that's we're skipping ahead that's on our do not do not overshare so yes do not overshare on your on your first couple of dates but i think if you're looking for a topic and you're you know the conversation's quiet i think talking about families especially if yours is an okay one is a good one to bring up um, I think talking about vacations or places that you'd like to travel. Love that. Vacations, um, traveling. Great idea. Where have you been? Where do you want to go? Yeah. What do you like? You can see um, what you guys have in common this way, too, because and you know what? Big. If I freaking talk to somebody and they're like, oh, yeah, I can't wait to go to the uh, Appalachian Mountains. I'm like, OK, date's over. I'm not hiking, climbing. Hell yes. <laughs> you know, like if they're like, oh, I want to go to the Bahamas. I'm in. Yes, there was this one guy who was so fucking hot. I'm like, this guy's it. Yum. He's delicious. He's sweet. He's adorable. He's like so thoughtful, blah, blah, blah. And then he was like, yeah, like I just really want to like go to Colorado and like go like dirt biking, and, like hiking and climbing, you know, just like fishing, nature shit. And I was like, all right, I'm not even going to fucking waste your time here. I'm like, I'm not happy unless there's like outlets I could plug my fucking blow dryer into. So <laughs> we're going to have to move along here. Uh, yeah, so you, I'm thinking more like travel is like Greece or yes. like vacations like on a beach somewhere also i want to make sure that you're not a tourist like i'm not going to italy and like i need to see like the leaning tower of pisa or like the fucking um the churches and cathedrals i don't fucking need to see that shit yes this is so you can actually use these date topic ideas to your advantage because you can kind yeah, of you, see well, where they're at right you know if they mm-hmm. uh, are excited about camping you know not me <laughs> Mm-hmm. You can gracefully bow out. Um, yeah, gracefully. Mm-hmm. I think animals for me is a good one that I always think about. Like, I'm always like, oh, do you have any animals? Did you grow up with animals? Do you like animals? Because I know mm-hmm. in my life I will always be surrounded by them. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I'm interested. You know, the second they're like, I fucking hate cats. I'm like, well, I planned on having a few of them in my later years. So oh, <laughs> um, music is a great one. I think uh I think if you're not on the same page musically, you might ha- be with the wrong guy. A hundred percent. You have to take road trips with these people. You have to even driving an hour in a car to go visit family or like for a holiday, listening to the wrong type of music for an hour is the worst fucking situation you could be in. Mm-hmm. Like I will never date somebody who likes like hardcore rock or punk music or maybe even country. Like I could never fucking country. do it because I'm like, like it's, it, I would fucking sit there and be like this. It's been 12 minutes. It feels like an hour and a half. Like this is three songs is like the longest thing you've ever heard. I agree. I like I the saw, um, country banger here and there, but I can't take like an album of country music. Uh-uh, uh-uh. I saw a meme the other day that was like country music just slaps different when you turn that shit off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well said. Very well said. Um, work, obviously. And this is an important one for you that you do not want to miss. Because if he doesn't this bring up work, if he does not bring up work, he might not he be working. Not job. <laughs> that's a yeah. concern. That's what we call a red flag. So yeah. um, that's always good to talk about work. And, you know, you can um, pry a little here. Ask about their passions or what they want to do. Maybe within their company, they want to grow. And this is stuff you could you can kill time with this one, too. And also, if a guy brings up his job... He's more 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 than likely 
super successful at it because he wants a little bragging rights about mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. If it takes you asking what he does and he admits it, he's probably low on the totem pole because he doesn't want to talk about it. It's not a huge moneymaker or whatever. But if he's like, oh, this is what I do, blah, blah, blah. And like, I'm really passionate. I've been doing it since forever. And um, my goal is to like build a company. He's probably already pretty successful in it because he's sharing information that normally sh- doesn't have to be shared. So he wants to impress you by his job. Yes. Love that. Yes, yes, yes. That's really, really good point. More dating, I think, is listening and seeing the way that people explain themselves like in their life to you. It's not even like the content they're saying. It's more of like their delivery of it. Well, th- you know, that's the other thing I want to talk about on these dates. A lot of time, I-, I think women forget this, but the guy's always trying to impress you. Like you might yeah. realize whether he likes you or not. He's still going to try to impress you. So, you know, it's okay to react to some of these things. You might not be impressed with everything he throws at you, but don't Mm -hmm. act like you're not interested or act bored. Like that's not going to get you a second date. It's just not. Mm -hmm. Um, So remember that, you know, when he's talking to you, like to kind of, you know, engage, engage about it. Yeah. Concerned. Yes. attentive look excited look like if there's something that you don't like like casually bring it up like oh you know I really um if he's like um oh yeah I've I've only been on I've only had like two girlfriends my whole life and it's like oh do you like do you just are you very serious like stay away from commitment or you know do you really just like dating a lot of different people or are you more like a bachelor like casually bring it up but let him like act like he came up with the answer guys love that too when they think they came up with shit mm-hmm. even though you're planting it in their head and they don't see it coming uh let like let them explain that to you but don't come off like judgy just like give them the open-ended question of it so that they can explain themselves without being like why why have you only had two girlfriends why would you fucking crazy like why why do you well, instead be like Tracy, oh, this you is know, you only had two girlfriends because you know you like to be in deep relationships and you don't jump into things yes or, use your like, power as a woman to manipulate him yeah that's, that's what she's saying <laughs> this is this is our like this is our main source of power here is manipulation over men so use it to your advantage when talking and getting to know him because it will then make him feel more comfortable and you'll get more information and you'll know if he's a waste of time or not. But Tracy, you brought up something really good, which is, you know, things that you never want to do when you're on a date, right? And one of those things mm-hmm. is you never want, you want to maybe be persuasive or like I said, use your, you know, pussy as power, use that to your advantage, but you yeah. never want to interrogate him. And within the yeah. first few minutes of your date, asking about children, wedding plans, you know, his 401k. These things are all very interesting. But for God's sakes, you got to get to know him a little bit first. You Those know? are like six date questions. Yeah. So, you know. I mean, you can casually ask about like, you know, down the road, like, do you ever plan on having your own kids? But not like, uh, do you want to get married right away? Like, do you want to how many kids do you want? Like more of just the open ended of like. Is that is kid something you ever thought about having? Like, do you have nieces and nephews? Or yeah, something? Like, men are as a gateway. men are commitment phobes, and the the fastest way to get them to go into their shells to start interrogating them because mm-hmm. they're like, oh, well, this is this is the start of my life. Like, it already feels like I'm married. You don't want to do that on a date. You want to have fun on a date. You want to make it light. Like, like I've told you guys before, I announce like right off the bat that I have kids and I don't want any more kids because I don't want to waste anyone's time or money on dinner or drinks because I don't do dinner, but money on food of any kind. Um, 
and wasted time if they want something that I don't want. Sometimes a guy will be like, oh, I totally appreciate that you have kids and blah, blah, blah. Like, I never even saw myself having kids. If I did, it was a bonus. Sometimes they'll do that. Or they'll be like, I do want kids, but, like, if it's with the right person, I may change my mind. Or they'll be like, I do want kids one day. Mm-hmm. Like I, So you'll know based on their answer if it's worth, like, giving it a shot and seeing. Or, if like, don't fucking waste my time. Or... I have a shot with this guy. Yeah, I think your situation is very unique, though. You know what I mean? But like, there's a lot. There's a lot of divorced women who are dating who literally jump right into too much information, and then like, like I put it out there right away because I just, I just want them to know. Right. I don't do it in an aggressive manner. I do it in a laughing manner. Usually, I'll say something like, um, "They'll be like, oh, so what do you do?" And I'm like, "Well, I work from home. I am also a stay at home mom. I have three kids. I'm divorced. Mom of three, LOL, run, run while you can. And they'll be like, that doesn't scare me. And it's almost like Tracy, you should be like, I'm a stay at home mom. And they should be like, Oh, that's nice. Like, what's your kid's name? Be like, well, actually I have two. No, actually, no, 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 there's three. Actually, (laughs) no, (laughs) just keep it. Just slowly add them in every time you talk. It's so funny because they take it as like the weirdest challenge because I'll be like, hurry, run while you can. Like I make a joke out of it. And they're always like, that shit doesn't scare me. I'm not running it. I'm not going anywhere. (laughs) And it's literally textbook. Every guy I've ever said that to says the same thing back. All right. Another thing. It's like they were taught to say that. It's so. (laughs) Well, yeah. Men like a challenge. This is, it's a no brainer challenge. All right. Another thing to never do on a date. Don't be the chaser. Okay. Oh no. Listen Never. to me. <laughs> men, I know this is a total gender stereotype, but men, they're they're born like wolves. They like to chase. They like to hunt their meat. You There's know? a reason why men love playing video games because they need to win. Right. Right. And I know women are usually the ones like we're the ones that plan the vacation. We make the dinners. We organize the kids' sports and the schedules, right? So we're natural, take charge, and we want to you know, be the ones to be like, hey, when's the next date? Hey, you know, but when it comes to dating, do the opposite of what you do in your life. It's it's ass backwards, but mm-hmm. it's a it's a game dating the dating game. It's a game, you know, um, uh, on that note, uh, on that note, if a guy is like, oh, yeah, let's go out and then doesn't plan the date. Do not volunteer to plan it for him. He should be planning Agree. where you're going and what you're doing, because here's why if he gets used to you doing it on the first date he will get used to you always doing that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if he's like oh even on our first date like she called she made the reservation blah blah blah. she told me where we were going no ask him where are we going and yeah. he says oh i don't know where do you want to go you always say surprise me to give him the power of deciding where you're going but letting him know like i want to be swept off my feet Mr. Big Me. This is the thing. If you do all this stuff for him, you're stealing mm-hmm. his job. And it's clouding your vision because now you're too invested in him and he hasn't even proven himself worthy. He hasn't done shit. He hasn't, he hasn't done, done shit. shit. And you give too much that early, that's how you get ghosted without an explanation. That's how it happens. They're like, oh, she was too She was too controlling. She yep. even picked like where we went to dinner. No, bitch, you didn't pick where we went to dinner, so I had to. Don't even give him the chance to do that. You'll have a clearer vision if he cares about you, if he's trying to impress you, and trying to impress you is planning the date, picking a restaurant, making an effort. That uh, Letting him do that, will, I promise you, will lower your risk of getting hurt. I promise mm-hmm. you that. Take yeah, things slow. Hold him accountable. Yes, let him do the chasing. Let him do – hold him accountable. Wow, love that. 
hold his motherfucking ass accountable. Mm-hmm. Uh, another important thing, which we talk about all the time, which is don't ignore the red flags, right? Mm, I'm queen of this. They all look orange to me. Because <laughs> you know what? You want to see, I think also too, we want to see the best in people. And uh-huh. so you see so many other boxes check off. You're like, okay, so uh-huh. what's that little box? Like, oh, does That's that little box is. matter? Is it really that That's important? Right there. That's what it is. You see so many of things you've been looking for. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh, fuck it. I, I, this one thing is not that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. But it is. But it is. A, a red flag's a flag. A flag is a flag. Mm-hmm. And Six flags. More flags, more fun. Yeah. Six flags. They're all important flags. Right? That's why mm-hmm. we, don't call it, we don't call it five flags. Mm-hmm. There's no two flags. It's six yeah. flags. They're all the flags are important. You must pay attention to every single one of them. Don't ignore them. Mm-hmm. It's... You're wasting your time because eventually the red flags are going to come back to bite you and the relationship is going to crumble because of it. And now you've wasted all this time because you tried to ignore yeah. them. Yeah. You know, another thing I I think, you know, and I know, Tracy, you this is not up your alley because you make uh-huh. very quick decisions. Mm-hmm. But I really, really think, yeah, I really, really think you should give men a second chance. I think if you've had a first date and you're unsure and you're like, mm, we didn't really vibe. He wasn't for me. No, my concern is like he didn't text me when I got home to make sure I got home okay. That's fucking something that bothers me that I'm like, does he not give a fuck? Like date's over, oh well, I'm over it. I get it. I do get it. That would make Those me nuts shit. too. I'm not like fuck, he skipped leg day. I don't fucking do that. <laughs> I get it, but but I'm just I'm I think every guy give them a second chance to prove themselves. If the second time around he doesn't do that, you know he's trash, and you can put him there and feel confident about your decision. Mm-hmm. but you know what you never know sometimes they get nervous sometimes they don't know what to do you got to remember too like they're taking you on a date for a reason like they want to get to know you they they're looking for companionship too and they're nervous mm-hmm. too they're they feel what you feel you know we don't sometimes we take away men's feelings <laughs> they have them too yeah <laughs> <laughs> i think another thing that you should do that's important um, when you're dating is is let your friend set you up if your friend has someone they suggest you meet I really really recommend you do it I think your friends know you best and um, <laughs> this isn't like a fly for me a play for me to, to let you pick this your next just, boyfriend this is just manipulating me but sometimes like very subtly <laughs> to let me be like let me pick your next. No. Sometimes your friends, not that they know you better than you know yourself, but they know what you need. And yeah, you know, and I think if you have friends that are offering, if they're like, oh, I know someone that's great for you. I know it sounds scary because you're just like, oh, but give it a chance. I think um, those are always that's always something when you're dating that you should give a try. Mm-hmm. Um, let your friends set you up. And you know what? The thing is, too, really, at the end of the day, I think think to be to make these dates work you have to be okay with being single like if you go on these dates too eager and like desperate mm-hmm. it's it, that shit it comes off on the dates you know what I mean and if you're okay with being single and you're okay with your and you're happy with yourself you won't um you know as Denny always says to sabotage desperation is a stinky cologne <laughs> like, yeah, I feel he like- does not philosophically tell her that <laughs> he tries everything with her it doesn't oh work oh my god <laughs> you know like the thing is like guys smell confidence from the second you walk yes around. yes you should you a should be confident on a date me, all right a guy once told me 
So we were going out to get drinks and he was like, do you want to stop by my apartment on the way there? Like we could just like talk a little bit because I got there early for the reservation. So I was like, all right, yeah, I'll just come there first, blah, blah, blah. So I walked up and like whatever, went into his apartment and he literally goes, you're, he's like, your presence is like not only intimidating, it's overwhelming. Like you made me feel like a guest in my own apartment. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? I'm not really I sure. Instantly, I instantly got defensive. Yeah. I was like, what do you mean? And he was like, he's like, I don't know. You have like this presence where he's like, you walk into a room and like, you kind of like commanded the room. And I was like, oh, you meant it as like a compliment. And he was like, yeah, it's a big compliment. And I was like, oh, I took that as like a major in- like. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, no, no, no. He's like, you just have like this ra- You radiate confidence. And he's like, and like, you may you know, have things that like you're that you don't like about yourself that like you don't let us know that ever. And I'm like, no, I I was like, I'm pretty like a pretty confident person. Is being overconfident a bad thing? Yeah, I think so. That's cocky. Whoa. There's a fine line between cocky and confidence. Interesting. You're right. Yeah. Interesting. So like you could tell when a guy's cocky, he rolls up in his fucking expensive car Mm. and he fucking shooting off numbers, wearing his most expensive watch like walking into the room like he's a fucking asshole and he owns the place or there's a person there's the person that's confident that when they walk into the room they don't do it in a savage way but people instantly react to them that's the difference right okay that's important i like that uh i think like when you walk into a room and everyone looks at you like whether you realize it or not that person that you're with will realize it and i think we as women are attracted to confidence for sure and i think men are also attracted to that as well so Mm It's something that you should work on if you feel maybe intimidated or scared to go on dates. You know, maybe try not to show it as much all the time. I think before you go on a date, if you are an insecure person, you look in the mirror and you list like the top three things that you like about yourself. They could be anything. Not like the way you look, but it's like ambitious. Mm hmm. Um, um, a, a survivor, whatever your top three things are about yourself, look at those, look at yourself, say them and believe them. And then when you go out, it'll just project off you whether you realize it or not. Yes. Okay. We're going to take a quick break, but when we get back, we have so much more. We're going to have Denny's dating do's and don'ts. We're going to talk about the five stages of dating. We'll be right back. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Baddies, it's time to invest in yourself today. It's time to get better. It's time to get better help. Better help is online counseling that makes it easy to communicate with a professional therapist. No more sitting around in an uncomfortable waiting room, making eye contact with other people there, wondering why they're there. Are they wondering why you're there? No, you can do this safe and privately all online. And you can start communicating in under 24 hours. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. I want you to start living a happier life today. 
As a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash bad examples. Join the over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp.com slash bad examples. Do you know how many messages I've gotten on Instagram saying they can't stop playing Best Fiends? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But if Tracy and I are going to be playing Best Fiends all day, then we want you to be playing Best Fiends all day. Join us with this game, Best Fiends. We love it. We can't stop playing. And there's a reason why, because there's a million levels to clear. And it feels like we've only just begun, even though we've been playing quite some time. Collect all these cute characters and kind of get your brain going. You know, every time you level up, it's like you've accomplished something. And listen, there's not much going on these days. Best Fiends makes you feel like you you did it. You've done it. You, you've accomplished something. Download Best Fiends free today on the Apple App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R. Best Fiends. Download Best Fiends free today on the Apple App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R. Best Fiends. Did we mention it's free? Free game. Best Fiends. Go play. La Butte is one of our newer sponsors. And you may have heard me rave about them before because I am truly, truly obsessed. What makes La Butte different than other beauty companies? Simple, easy, the lashes. They've reinvented the lash game. So La Butte has a lash system that uses pressure-sensitive adhesive technology called the Mystique Eyeliner that allows La lashes to pop right on. You apply the eyeliner and the lashes stick to the eyeliner. No glue necessary. The eyeliner is waterproof, smudge-proof, doesn't make a mess, and it comes in six different colors. If you can put on eyeliner, you can put on these lashes. The best way to experience this lash system is by subscribing to the Beauté box. Two lashes and one mystic eyeliner will be delivered to your doorstep every month, as well as a free cosmetics product each month. This is a win-win, guys. It's customizable. Subscribers get to choose their lash style and the liner color each month with flexible plans worth over $120 starting at just $73 a month. Today, we're offering our listeners an extra set of lashes and Mystique eyeliner when you subscribe to the Beauté box. That's three sets of lashes and two liners in your first box. Go to larevbutte.com and use the code BADEXAMPLES and get an extra set of lashes and Mystique eyeliner. That's La Butte, L-E-R-E-V-E-B-E-A-U-T-E dot com slash bad examples. That's three sets of lashes and two liners in your first box. I know you're going to love this system because I love this system. Go to larevbutte.com, use the code bad examples at checkout. That's L-E-R-E-V-E-B-E-A-U-T-E dot com slash bad examples. And we're back. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> um, oh, God. Uh, all right. Let's discuss. What do you wear on a first date, Tracy? Do you have any ideas about this? Yeah. I think on a first date, you have to pick an, a, body, a body part. Wow. What? I love that. Yeah. You pick a body part. It's, well, it's arms, stomach, chest, or legs. So if you want to show your arms, you go like with like a... Um, 
just like something that's not like busty, like maybe like a boat neck, uh, like a higher neck or something. You show like all arms. If you want to do legs with a short skirt, you got to like be covered on top. You want to do chest, everything else. Has, you just have to pick an area or like a crop top and like a high waisted something with heels, whatever it is, always pick like an area that you want to accentuate. That's like your best feature and you go with that. But like, don't go with more than two of those at the same time. Do you, I love that advice more than anything. I think that's where you start. Do you feel oh, yeah. like you can expose later on? Go sexy, like the third date, like amp it the fuck up. That's so what like, I was gonna ask. Shit. That's what I was gonna ask because I think in my younger days, when I went on a date, I pulled out all the stops on the first date, and then for the second no, no. date, I had nothing really to know where to go from there. Um, so no, I'm wondering yeah. what you think about maybe um not downing it, but like maybe more casual, make it more comfortable. Like I just feel like if you walk in on a first date and your best heels and your shortest skirt, like you also don't want to intimidate him. Yeah. There's nowhere to go. Um, That's why I think there's, there's four body parts, right? That I said, stomach, chest, legs, or arms. You pick two of those on the first date and then you switch it up on the second date. And then the third date, which is usually like oh the third date rule where i'm gonna have sex with him a lot of people say that right that's mm. the thing i don't i don't have that rule, <laughs> but a lot of people fucking say that so on the third date i think you like you hit him with like bombshell blah 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 so he's like holy shit and then like the fourth date you guys go like bowling or to a movie and then you're casual so he's like she can do the chest she could do the legs. Mm-hmm. She could do sexy. She could do casual. Guys love that, like, oh, I'd rather when you don't wear makeup or, like, less makeup that I don't know you're wearing, like, a ton of it. So, like, something very casual. So he sees in the first four dates all four looks of you. And he's like, oh, wow, I, I definitely bring this girl around. All four looks. I love it. Question. So you brought up, like, sex on the third date. Now, we've all <laughs> had sex on all different days of dating, right? Like, first, yeah. last, like... Yeah. There's sometimes there's no rhyme or reason. Like I've had sex on the first date and then I've also had sex like made guys wait six months. Like I for no reason. Like yeah. just because just I feel like it. So it's what, like a control thing. What I was just gonna say, what are the rules? And um Alan, I'm curious what you think about this. And again, I know it sounds so like gender stereotypical, but like I do still feel like there's that pressure that I just feel like if you do sleep with him on the first date. He just has nothing to chase anymore and he has nothing to he's won you already. And it's sometimes that makes men lazy. I don't know. Alan, do you have any thoughts on the, on that? I mean, I've been on both sides of that technically. Mm-hmm. So like there was one time in college that there was this girl I was really into and like we really got along. But for whatever reason, there just never seemed to be that moment that it was like, all right, cool. I'm going to make my move. And I waited too long and like somebody else slept with her before I like ever got to start dating her really. Whoa. And it was like, okay, all right. I waited too long. And then I've also been in the moment where it's like, cool, we slept together on the first date. And yeah, it was just kind of like, all right, great. That was fun. I also think Uh, sexual tension is very important. And when you make them wait, the sex is better because the tension's built up. And it's like you've been kind of imagining in your head what it's going to be like. And then when you actually do it, it's like all the emotions. You know what I mean? You know, I a, a little bit. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> did your voice just crack, Alan? No. Are we making you nervous? <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> um, uh, like, no, I mean, I can see that like when Rachel and I first got together, it was like a long time sort of building up. It wasn't like a lot of 
regular like there was a lot of sexual tension between us until like kind of the night of Whoa. and then it was just about a like all right cool tequila um <laughs> wait you were drunk the so first yeah. time you had sex with her not with the first time you had sex but with her with rachel uh we weren't drunk we were a couple of shots in oh it's the best um, i love we were like sex. watching american horror story and Ooh, like taking spooky. shots and then suddenly it was like all right cool i guess we're gonna do this <laughs> <laughs> all right um i think there's like two sides of everything like i see alan's side where it's like it's almost awkward because you're like the sexual tension's been there for so long. Are we fucking doing this or are we not? Mm-hmm. Also, like, I mean, if your skills are really good, sometimes sex on the first date, like, locks his mind in because he's like, holy shit. Okay. Then there's also the ones that are like, I literally won't talk to a girl if I fuck her on the first night. Yeah. Because I can't bring that type of girl home. And then there's those ones, like, I spoke to my friend Reggie about this not too long ago, because he was having, like, he was supposed to having, like, a live and asking questions or whatever. Who the hell and is he, Reggie? I, one of my really, really good friends. So <laughs> I never heard so of he, Reggie. He, he really, he does these, like, <laughs> um, these lives every Wednesday, and he was talking about it. And he was, and I said to him, I was like, girls will literally, if, if we like somebody, we will mentally hold out because we think that that's going to get him to like, like mm-hmm, us. Mm-hmm. So we'll go have sex with somebody else to distract us so that we are on our most resistant game for the guy that we do like. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. he was like, no fucking way do girls do this. I was like, girls, raise your hand in this chat. If you fucking do this. And it was like, hand up, hand up, hand up. Cause I've literally been here before. I've been like, wow, I really like this guy. Like we've been texting and I don't want to do anything with him. So like if I have sex and I, if I say satisfy, satisfy that craving right now, I'll be really good tomorrow. Cause I won't need it tomorrow. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. I've done this. And he's like, that's fucking insane. And I was like, no, it isn't. Patrice. Like, that's how we think because you guys manipulate us to believe like once a hoe, never a housewife like that's what you guys say shit to us so like we believe that like we sleep with you on the first night we're never gonna hear from you again you don't think there's you don't think there's some truth to that i think there's truth to all three scenarios yeah yeah i really do i'm like this is this is how it works because literally if guys were like no i'd I'd bring coma girl who i slept with on the first night for sure and have proven that they will we would not be acting like this right right yeah no it comes from somewhere i've had very very successful relationships where i fucked him on the first night right so sure. i am not the advocate for holding out i mean i have held out in relationships like lasting months like four or five months and not done anything and then we ended up breaking up and like not because of that but like i could be like wow and i didn't fuck him i'm so fucking happy dude isn't that the but, best when it doesn't work out and you're like oh i never gave him the business win-win yeah you know exactly who i'm talking about Oh, oh yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. And I that's was what I'm saying. Aren't you? It's so much them. better. Yeah, but also I've had really successful relationships where I slept with them on the first night because the sexual tension was just there, and there's no denying it. And it's like I'm not going to be fucking fake. Like everything is telling me that I need this right now, and him too. And then like it lasts a long time because you guys were just really fucking honest with like what you wanted. Mm-hmm. It's a very fine line, and I can't be the one to judge and say that because I don't want to be a hypocrite because I've been in both scenarios. Like, I don't know. You know what? This brings me to um, Denny's dating do's and don'ts because one of the things that he mentions is something that we're talking about now. Denny's do's and don'ts. 
I actually hate him. His number one, uh, don't drink red wine. He said, there's nothing, no bigger turnoff than when a girl's drinking red wine and she smiles and her teeth are stained. They don't get stained that second. It takes like a lifetime of drinking red wine to stain your teeth. No red wine. He's very oh, much Danny. against it. Don't don't eat wings. This is what he said. He's useless. Don't eat wings. I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm not sure how many women are fucking destroying wings on a first date, but okay. No, I'm with him on this. And don't eat spaghetti. (laughs) Ew, the like face you make when you suck a noodle in. I want to throw up. Females, (laughs) when you go out to dinner. Order something that can be cut. And yeah. you can gracefully put it in your mouth. That Hello. It doesn't no even burgers. have to be a salad. It doesn't even have to be a salad. Girl, I think salad's the worst thing you could do on a <laughs> first date because instantly the guy's like, oh, fuck, she's pulling the salad routine. Oh, I'm not that hungry on a first mm-hmm. date. No, order fucking food, but don't order a burger. Don't order slurping spaghetti like order pasta that's small enough to fit into your mouth one bite at a time there's literally nothing more disgusting than watching someone eat like (laughs) i went on a date the other night and we got um elotes which is the mexican street corn oh my favorite literally and i literally cut it off the corn and he's Mm -hmm. like what are you doing and i'm like the day you see me on a date racking off a fucking ear of corn you're wrong it's not gonna happen because have you ever watched someone eat corn it's filthy oh yeah i I videotape my father doing it every time he eats it yeah i will never do that in front of somebody so i fucking cut it off and ate it with a spoon and i'm like i'm not even fucking sorry judge me but you're not gonna see me fucking slurping off an ear of corn you're not gonna see it happening so i think that's where jenny was going with the don't eat wings like don't be um an animal uh don't get sloppy drunk uh, I've, this I mean, is something easy, easy. that I think we get nervous on a first date or on maybe on a second date. So you start drinking a little too much. I mean, you don't want some guy you barely know holding your hair back. It's not a good look. Also, if you're on a date and you're a grown up, like you should know your limit anyway. Yeah. Make it two drinks. Do not go above two drinks. Even if you're on your second and he's still going, take your time and drink it slowly so that you can have control over it. Only two, two drink max on a date. Don't talk about your ex. I mean, this is, seems like a no-brainer, but if you're going through a breakup and you're going through heartache, sometimes you don't realize how much you talk about that person maybe that you're missing. Uh, don't do it on on your first date. He doesn't want to hear about it. He really, really doesn't want to hear about it. And just like you wouldn't want to hear about his, crying about his ex. It's just, just yeah. don't do it. If he happens to bring it up, just move past it and be like, it's a long story for another day and like walk past it. And then let him bring it up another time, like down the road, if he really wants to hear about it. And the only do that Denny gave us for Denny's do's and don'ts, he clearly doesn't get the game, is do jerk off. He said, you make better decisions when you jerk off ahead of time because you have more self-control. So Wow. (laughs) That's fucking ingenious. (laughs) I never thought of it like that, but that's fucking incredible. Uh, you really do have more self-control when you just jerked off. Yeah, he said that. Um, I don't know if this is a Denny thing or a men thing, but he said that, you know, he would jerk off before almost all of his dates. You know, he said also it helps with stamina. So <laughs> incredible. This is this is probably the best thing Denny's ever said. Uh, the best is I was like, 
do you, I said to him for Denny's do's and don'ts, do you bring a condom on the date? And his response was, what's a condom? So I said, okay, you're done. We're done with this. Bye. Game's over. What do you mean, what's a condom? Jess and Denny are king and queen of condoms. They have a fucking fishbowl full of Yeah, them. apparently single Denny does not know what a condom is. Oh, wow. Well, <laughs> I was oh like, okay, cool. Something couple. about something about being in a relationship with Jessica made him go, all right, I'm good with condoms. I'm double wrapping yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. Uh, And that is Denny's Do's and Don'ts. Let's discuss the five stages of dating. I want to Mm -hmm. know what you think about this. Mm -hmm. All right. Stage number one, attraction. That makes sense, right? We can all agree that like that's number one. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's the that's kind of an obvious thing. Like you both have to be attracted to each other for this to want to get anywhere. Like, of course, a guy could be ugly and he has this great personality and you become attracted to him then. Or he could be really hot and have a shitty personality and then be unattractive to you. But that you have to have some type of initial yes um, pull towards that person. So this is actually also called change. the fantasy stage or honeymoon stage. And, mm-hmm. it, you know, it, it means that during this time, like, Everything about your partner seems perfect. You're like obsessed with them. Yes, you're obsessed with them. Um, And it should be both ways. Yes. You can't be obsessed with somebody who doesn't give a fuck about you. Yeah. So stage one. That's called um, stage five clinger. Stage one, everything is like amazing, right? That's that's Mm -hmm. stage one. Everyone's feeling good. So stage two is uncertainty. So what uncertainty is, it's um, kind of like this like power tussle. So, you know this is where a lot of relationships like they're going great and then they just end because you're not really sure what you want right i think in when someone is like oh wow i'm really attracted to them and i had a great time with them then the insecurities slip in it's bingo like, oh you start God, seeing pet peeves things that like you start seeing flaws in your partner it's like the reality sets in of, of the situation yeah or like you um you start in secure about yourself like oh my god does he really like me and that's when girls get crazy yes and like start double texting or like double calling yes and then if he doesn't answer like in five hours like oh my god he's ghosting me and then you overreact and then and then he's like bitch i was fucking napping after at the gym like <laughs> like you ha- like people uh. have to stop doing that like you can go 24 hours without texting and it doesn't mean he's ghosting you mm-hmm it just means he needs space. He just met you. He's just getting to know you. He's not your man. Calm down. He's not your man. Calm down. Love that. So stage three is exclusivity. So this is the stage where, you know, after you're like smitten by him, after you've kind of like accepted his flaws, that you guys have both decide like we're committing to each other and both people are agreeing to this. That's it. And both people need to be verbally agreeing to it. Like, yes, you, verbally. Like, we are girlfriend and boyfriend. Like, it needs to use the words because he could be like, oh, yeah, you know, I, I think we should take this like to the next level. Or like, if he's like, yeah, I really, really like you. That does not mean you are his girlfriend. Until he uses the word, this is my girlfriend, you are not his girlfriend. Wow. I got chills. Super fucking important because girls will be like, um yeah that's my man like and he's like i never fucking said that like what do you mean it's like the mariah mean like i don't know her <laughs> yeah i don't know her yeah 
that's literally what girls do and it freaks guys out because he's like bro she just made me like that she fucking called me her boyfriend like i never fucking said that to her you need to he needs to say the words that this is like introduce you to this is my girlfriend oh that's how you know i don't care if it's the change of facebook status it's got to be something that signifies you are his girlfriend substantially before you use that word because if you use it and he didn't say it, it's gonna freak him out stage four now this one's tricky because it's intimacy but it's not what you think it's not like stage four fucking <laughs> like, i think intimacy is more like sleeping over intimacy is like and not fucking sleeping over, just like waking up to somebody. Yes. So like, that's that's the bonding. That's like, this is more than physical intimacy. This is like, you got to let your guard down intimacy. This is what you have trouble. This is why you're, you don't get to stage four because you're um, letting somebody in. You're becoming vulnerable. Yeah. You don't hold back. You're vulnerable. Um, it's actually like the definition of true intimacy. It's not, like I said, it's not, you know, banging. That's not stage four. Stage four is not like banged them. We're on stage four. We're there. Stage four is more like what Jess would say is like making love. Like it doesn't have to be making love sex. It's like making love of like having that, um, connection, like with you guys, like, and your energy and all that Mm -hmm. shit, like everything is super aligned. That's where I fuck up because I don't unite sex and love together and I um am very cold when it gets like that unless you're already mine and then then I'm like super open but whatever but like meeting somebody and getting to know them like letting my guard down and letting them in like I do not do so all right we've gone through attraction right uncertainty you're like all right if I'm attracted to him we like each other things are great then you're like mm, I don't know he farts in his sleep that's fucked up then you're like you know what this is cool I'm into it we're gonna be exclusive then you're like, okay, now I've let my guard down and now I'm on another level of intimacy with this person. Now we're at stage five, which is engagement. And it doesn't necessarily mean like we got engaged and we got married. No. Yeah, this is like another level of commitment. So this, I is think where, this is the stage where you do like, it for life. Engagement is like introducing them to your family, doing stuff that he likes that you can get to feel very comfortable in his world and like cross cross-reference that like him doing really things that you would want to do like visiting your grandmother like that's like engagement is like another level of like commitment to each other without like it oh I'm, i have a rock yeah and, and the engagement part is also it's the hardest because um if you've you know have differences along the way it's not a big deal until you get to this point because you're like okay no this is it like this is it, it like this is i want you forever you want me forever and again, it doesn't have I, to end in a marriage, but you decided yeah. that you want this relationship to last and you're both agreeing I to it. Also, engagement, you could file that under like living together or moving in together. Absolutely. You see how somebody else um, lives. Like if you could live with this person and like you have the same technique, like somebody may be super OCD and then someone may be the opposite. And it's like, I can't fucking live with this person. Like yep. they can't keep up with how I like things or you guys may be perfectly aligned. And it's like, does he give a shit if there's a towel hanging over the chair? Is he going to flip out about that down the road in 20 years and like make me feel abused from it? Like, Ugh, you know what I mean? I you have that. to feel comfortable <laughs> about shit like that. No, like, you're right. You're right. So those are so, the five stages of dating. Um, and I think they're important because I think women try to maybe jump around. <laughs> to, push them and like cut them out of order. Yeah. To, to, yes, exactly. Like, and the order is important because you can't 
he can't force you to rush it and you can't force him to rush it. It's kind of like there is steps. These steps, the names of the steps are extremely misleading. Uh, They don't always mean phonetically what exactly like the engagement. It doesn't mean exactly the attraction doesn't mean exactly. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. they're the words that the categories of the five steps aren't exactly what we're saying they have to be. I think we did a good job at like explaining what they meant in not like the normal, like immediate seeing it form. Do you know what I mean? Um, I think there's like way more intimacies along the way for each step. You know, talking about um, dating, don't forget we are still taking submissions for flavor of Trey. If you have a friend that's a guy oh that you think would be a good match for Tracy. Send an email to where Alan dimlywoodproductions at gmail.com dimlywoodproductions at gmail.com. We are going to do a big season five banger. So oh we God, need God. all the men to choose from. Keep sending them. We're still taking applications. We're still narrowing it down, picking the best. Um, at this point, doesn't matter where they live, who they are. If you think they're a good match for Tracy, send them over. Uh, and while we're talking about that, we brought up Patreon. Alan, explain what Patreon is for people that might not know. So Patreon has bonus content. If you buy a certain level, you get ad-free episodes. Um, if you sign up for $3 or more, you get a monthly like private mini-sode. Yes. It's a place for bonus content. For example, Tracy and I are going hard for our birthdays at the end of the month. And for <laughs> Patreon... Um, baddies will be getting they'll be getting a video from Tracy and I while we're probably really drunk so me and Tracy will be taking videos sending them to just our Patreon baddies so you guys can be there with us as we party um, I, I this is gonna be my first night as, on the town as a mom so this is going to be her first night out. And like, yeah, I'm sure I'll cheat you. on Dennis. I'm sure it'll be a disaster. Super aggressive. <laughs> I'm sure At it'll the be a Cuban disaster. restaurant that we're going to. <laughs> oh, we're not going to a club? It's a it's like a bar restaurant, but it's um it's Cuban themed. So oh. there'll be lots of poppies there for you to cheat on Dennis with. Oh, excellent. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, it's going to be a shit show. And our Patreon baddies are going to get a lot of behind the scenes from that. So check us out there. Um, you know, as always, the best way to support the show is sharing it with a friend, reviewing, rating five stars, not, you know, four stars is okay, but we prefer five. And, and yeah, we love you guys. And for all of our dating baddies, you know, the dating game, it's, you just gotta go with the flow and you gotta open yourself up. It's scary scary, for sure. sure. We understand. Yeah. Go in with the fucking confidence that like you control the date and it's on your time, your schedule, and you'll feel so much better. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Maybe don't go into someone's apartment and have them say, "I feel like you just owned my apartment." (laughs) Tracy, I can't believe you said that. What do you say to you, that guy? I feel like a guest in my (laughs) life. I fucking can't. I fucking can't. Okay. I said okay. See, that's a guy that cannot handle Treyway, and she found that out right away. And you know how I knew that? Because he was exactly my parents' type, and I should have fucking known it from the start. He was not Tracy's type, and right away I knew it. Uh, We love you, baddies. We will see you when? Next Tuesday? See you next Tuesday, hoes. Don't forget, guys, new episodes air every Tuesday. So see you next Tuesday. Even though we are not your best examples, Uh, we're the best you've got. So cheers, bitches. Cheers. Rate, download, and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast.
Hosted on dimlywit.com.